Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here since last week. I was not here because I was taking care of a horse who got hurt and that was huh, pretty stressful because of course I worry. I um I don't like when things are hurt. It um affects me more than it might some other people, you know. I'm sure many of you relate being empathic. It's it's hard to see things in pain, <laughs> whether it's people or animals. It's It sucks. But I'm happy to report he's doing so much better. In fact, this morning he was like, okay, well, I want uh, my feed, and you're going to stand here and hold it and snuggle with me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I have no problem with that because he smells good. <laughs> The poor guy, I, we don't know for sure what happened. I was working. I uh, teach and tutor with the adult literacy in our community, and I was having um, a fabulous day teaching people how to use their computers and things like that. And my husband called. I was just finishing up for the day, and my son, one son had basketball, and my husband called in a complete panic because when he came home and started to do the chores to make it in time for basketball, he found the hurt horse. And so he he tore, like, it's superficial, thank goodness, but he, like, tore an L-shape. What happened was something spooked them. And they ran so hard and tried to go through their gate from the pasture into their corral that they broke a big, huge, brand-new wood fence post plus the boards attached to it. Now, for a horse to go that hard and hit that that hard is not usual. Horses tend to be delicate little flowers. Their, their skin is thin, totally not usual. There must have been like three of the four trying to go through the gate at the same time. So crazy, and my other one of my other horses. So I have four out there right now, and two others were completely spooked. The other one, my son's horse, he's so chill. He is adorable. He's a little bit on the lazy side, but he's so chill. Everybody else is all panic. My big black horse. It took me three days to calm him down. He was just a mess, a mess. I had to just stand there and touch him and calm him down. I tell you, when you're walking across the corral and this great big huge horse is racing at you, it's a little bit unnerving. <laughs> I mean, he's done it, he does it all the time, and I just stand there and wait for him to get there. But when he's like, his energy is like spooky, like jittery, it's a little unnerving. I, I find an escape just in case I need it. And uh, the poor guy, though, he just needs me to hold his hoof. 
pulled its hoof. And the first night this happened, we put him in the barn with my horse that's hurt because he was a hot mess, my big black guy. And my Palomino is the one that's hurt. But he, he, he was not helpful because he couldn't chill. He was edgy and pacey and didn't like it in there, and he just, he just couldn't handle it. Oh, I have to tell you this, though. So this all happened Tuesday, late afternoon. And the vet came out, and 22 stitches, and my little Raphael, my Palomino. And so the next day, Wednesday morning, when I couldn't do the radio show because I was up there, and I was, um, you know, calming them down and, you know, feeding them and doing energy work. And uh, my big black horse was all edgy, and he just couldn't chill. I thought, okay, well, I need to give Rafi some medicine and work with him. And so I had the halter on Rafi, and I was about to do my stuff, and Friday just was edgy. And what I'd done, I thought, well, I need you distracted. So he's an emotional eater. He's on, we have to keep an eye on his feed because he'll eat everything. He's on a forever diet. And so I put his hay in this hay net thinking, you know, it'll take him a while to pull through, and this will be good. It'll keep him distracted while I work with Rafi because Friday wants all the attention. If he could sit in my lap, he totally would. My husband says, you know, if it was nice outside, you'd have to go put a cot up there because this horse needs you. And so I thought, well, to keep him distracted with food and I can, you know, do my doctoring with Rafi. Well, no, no, no. Friday decides it was a really great idea to kind of paw the net and got himself all tangled up in it. This isn't a very big net, and this is a big horse. And so there's this, like, he's crashing and jumping, and I have to take the halter off Raffy, go over to Friday. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I go in there, and his energy is still spiky, right? So you be careful because something could, like, run into the side of the barn and spook him. Like, he's just, that's just who he is. And so I'm calming him down, and I'm using my total hypnosis voice. <laughs> so works on horses. And I'm like, okay. And so he had one front hoof and one back hoof tangled in this net. Yeah. And so I'm trying to lift up his foot, and he's just, like, braced because he's freaked out. I'm like, oh, Friday, you're just not making this easy bless you. So I keep petting him and I tie him up to the stall and I'm like talking really smooth and Friday, you're okay. Friday, you're safe. I'm just going to go get a knife and I'm going to cut the hay net off your feet. You'll be fine. It's okay. Just stay still. And so I walk out of his stall and I go get the knife. See, this is my hypnosis voice, right? And he, I, I heard him move slightly, but not much. Like just a bit of a shifting. And then I walk back, I go in, the hay net was off his feet, front and back, and just a few inches to the side. And it was tangled like quite well. Yeah. And I hadn't I'd like spread out the front one so that one I could see, but I hadn't done anything with the back one. So Thank you, whoever came in and took the hay net off of Friday's feet for me. I am forever grateful, and I had the biggest smile and this feeling of it's going to be okay. 
this is all going to be okay. You know, when you just get that rush of energy and you're like, oh, thank you. Because, you know, first of all, I'm upset because this happened. And then I'm picking up Friday's stuff. I'm trying to be calm and heal Rafi. And it's just, it's a lot going on energetically at one time. Good thing I have a bunch of crystals in my barn. When we built it, when the workers would leave for the day, I went and put crystals in all the post holes. <laughs> and so it's amazing in there, totally amazing. It cleans your energy. Yeah, My cats don't like it. It's interesting. It's too much for them. My dog loves it. My horses love it. The 4-H animals love it. People love it. It's interesting. So then Friday was untangled, and so I'm like, you know, I just think I need to take you out and put you back in the corral. You are just not handling this gracefully, buddy. I love you, but I need Rafi to be able to be calm. So I put the halter on Friday, and I lead him out of the barn, and we get outside, and it's the pasture where they were when all this happened. Figure for sure, a cougar must have went through, because for them to break a post like that, it had to have been something really threatening. And so we go up out of the barn, and Friday's like like bouncy, jittery, and I pet him, and I'm like, okay. So I just took his halter off, and he ran into the other pen, and I just opened gates and let him run because he needed to work that energy out. So just like us, so know ourselves. Friday is like me. When stuff is stuck in my energy and I'm nervous, I need to physically be able to move. Now, I don't run around the pasture like Friday does because, well, that doesn't seem fun. But I do have a stair stepper or I go for big walks. Like most of us who are empaths, we need to find a way to vent out that energy so that we can recharge. Because we take it all in, right? We take in everybody's energy and we want to like clean it and fix it and heal it. But then where does that energy go? We need a way to get rid of it. Because if we don't, we're going to, number one, gain weight. Number two, you're going to be so distracted and worrying about them or whatever it is that's stuck that you can't follow your own guidance and be clear about it. Does that make sense? It just gets stuck. So, like, Friday has to run around. So Friday and Magic, my other two, they were still freaked out for days, mostly Friday, and I had to calm them down, do a lot of energy work on them. And then we put the little chill horse in with Rafi, and he is so amazing. He just, he loves all the attention, and he's just such a good companion. (laughs) He's adorable. A little bit too much because he's been sleeping a lot and we're always worried that he's not feeling well. He ended up with a tummy ache yesterday. Poor guy. And so similar to like the horse energy or your animal energy, you know their personalities, you know their energy. Use that same skill set you use for them or for your children or your family, like to see if they're okay. Use it on yourself. I have to tell you, I'm having... um, a theme going on with the people I'm working with lately, including myself, we are disregarding our own stuff, our body telling us we need to recharge, our mind telling us we need to recharge, our mind being so full 
and we're just not taking that time to just stop, we get so busy and we get so caught up in our, and I'm going to call them distractions, but they're not really. It's day-to-day life. Let's face it, our world's chaotic. And if you're not careful and curate what you pay attention to and what you let affect you and what you don't, it gets to be way too much. And you need to take a step back and recharge. I know if my cell phone won't keep a charge, that means I need to do something to recharge my mind. Make sense? And your body, I mean, it's a little bit easier to pay attention to your body because it will basically give you pain, (laughs) right, and say, look, you need to recharge, shut down. And for your soul, when you end up stuck in that looking on the bad side, like that high anxiety of always expecting the worst, that's when your soul needs a recharge. Makes sense? That's how it works for me. And I'm sure if you look at your own stuff, it's going to be similar. And sometimes just having a quick breath meditation, on your in-breath say calm, on your out-breath say your first name. Believe me, as I was like making sure Friday was a peaceful flower, as I was trying to walk over to get a knife to untangle him, I was doing my breath meditation. He recharges me, though. Being up there, doing the chores, petting them, loving them, being able to share that energy, that recharges me. Um, When I also need to stop, I have a black and white cat that will just come and lay on me, and and she goes to sleep, and she's basically my paperweight. She's telling me, look, you need my energy, I need your energy, you need to stop for a minute. We're doing this, Missy. <laughs> then I have a, a big orange cat who will come and sleep with me on my pillow when someone's trying to mess with me energetically. I swear he's an alien, though. I swear he gets alien eyes. He's so cool. And then I have another little cat who's a Manx, and she is so full of energy. She's the one that goes for walks with me. She loves to be in the crow. She doesn't like the barn, though. It's weird. But she loves the crow. So your animals are helping you understand yourself, too. Pay attention. Our world is on fast forward. Um, how many of you are, like, shocked when you look at the date? You're like, seriously? It's already this date, February 21st? Where did the rest of the month go? We're on fast forward. So when that's happening, you have to pay attention so that you can recharge and do your best stuff, right? Fear blocks intuition, being overwhelmed because you're letting anxiety and worry get the best of you. That will block your intuition because you'll second guess everything. But taking the time to recharge and just, it's like an energy reset, right? Sea salt baths. 
watching a good movie, just disengaging and doing something that makes your soul happy. Those good night's sleeps to recharge your body, I mean, that's fabulous, right? Some of us are busy in the night, though, and wake up with bruises and feel like we've been fighting. That's not a recharge. (laughs) That's like a taking care of business, right? But pay attention to your own self. Pay attention to what your body's telling you, your mind. Pay attention to the universe. Celebrate the things. I can't tell you, I'm still in awe and delighted with whoever untangled Friday for me. I keep running into a lady that used to live here, and we bought this place from her husband, and he has since crossed over. And I'm thinking I need to go visit her and tell her how much he helps us, because he does. And I, I think she would be open to that conversation, because, man, I keep running into her, and it's adorable. She's a lovely lady. And I think maybe this is the universe telling me, okay, tell her what's happening. She will love the stories. Because when I do need help, I ask Norm, and he shows up. He's awesome. I have to ask if he was the one that helped me with my horse. Because sometimes I can't see clearly when it's affecting my animals or my children because I'm too attached to the outcome. It's way easier to be intuitive for other people because <laughs> we get attached to the outcome. We do, right? <sighs> Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to uh, pay attention to your food. Make sure you have enough water. So because our world has gone on fast forward, it feels like, energy is moving quickly. So make sure you're drinking that water. Water is the best conductor. When I'm having a session with someone, I always recommend make sure they have enough water. I mean, it's okay if we have to stop and they have to use the washroom. It's fine because it conducts the energy, and it makes it easier to have a connection. That's why sea salt baths are so good. They recharge your energy, but it's like a reset. And we need those. We tend to push ourselves too hard. We tend to not pay attention. And honestly... When we simplify it and look at the simple things that recharge our energy, you know, grabbing your oracle cards and giving yourself a reading just to give yourself that hope and inspiration, that's fabulous. Don't disregard these things. Getting a hug from your spouse. Getting a hug from your children. I have teenage boys, so that doesn't happen very often. But I, you know, remind them that they should be hugging their mom every once in a while. (laughs) And I hug my horses all the time. All the time. Because they smell so good. Smell so good. I often giggle at my life. So I got to do a wedding this last week, actually. It was a Thursday rehearsal and a Friday wedding. Beautiful. It's my favorite now, that one. They've surpassed all the rest. Sorry, everybody listening that I did your wedding. It was so delightful. And um, I don't know. The energy they created was amazing. Amazing. And I had to laugh because in the morning I'm, like, hauling water and, like, doing chores, smelling like a barn. And I come in and it's like 
I do this, you know, Superman change, except for I don't have a phone booth, and then I'm all dressed up and looking all professional and pretty to go do their wedding. It makes me giggle, right? Because I love my life. <laughs> Believe me, if they would have seen me that morning, they would have said, no, no thanks. <laughs> Celebrate the small things. Celebrate when cool things happen to you. Take the time to acknowledge it. Take the time to just be in that energy. When our world is so crazy, we need to smile more. We do. And we can if we just take the time, right? We tend to be so hard on ourselves, but we need to recharge and reevaluate and just be a little bit, right? Just be. <sighs> be careful about the news and stuff. Like, it's just, it's hard. There's so many tragedies happening in the world, and do what you can to help. Do what feels good for you. But try not to let it take away all your hope. Because what do we have if we don't have hope, right? Celebrate all the good things in your life. Find out what is a really good way to recharge your soul in like a short term. And then something you know, long-term. Because of my sinus thing and all these health things I'm having lately, I've had to reevaluate my whole food thing. (sighs) My home-raised beef and vegetables, that's the best thing. And potatoes. I get to have potatoes. But I've had to, like, be very careful, and I muscle test everything before I eat it because some things are just flaring it up and, It's so not comfortable, and it's affecting my life in a negative way. So I have to do something about it. We can, you know, again, ignore our own stuff because we're busy taking care of everybody else. But it will hit you then. Um, Yeah. Didn't love it. Still don't love it. We do have the power. We do have the know-how. We just have to do it. As women, we have to stop ignoring our own stuff and focusing on everybody else. We need to find more of a balance or a juggling of it because as we know, if we don't, it tends to get worse and so that we have to. Believe me, I never expected to be like totally flatlined out with a sinus infection, but I was. And I'm slowly coming out of it. It's taking longer than I want to. (laughs) Of course, right? Okay. So. Got it? (laughs) You're going to work on self-care so that you're less cranky? My husband would appreciate that. Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to make things like notice the things that lift you up. 
and try to minimize the things that bring you down. And be aware of it. Oh, so if you are um, not quite sure what lifts you up, I just did this exercise with a client, and I love it. Sometimes I forget to remind everybody to do it. But what I want you to do is to stand and stretch your arms and stretch and wiggle and say, I feel great. And then I want you to scrunch up, like sit down, pull your knees up to your chest, scrunch up and say, I feel great. doesn't feel right, does it? While you're still scrunched up, say, I feel sad. Okay, now unscrunch and stretch again. Put your arms out, be expansive, say, I feel sad. It doesn't fit, does it? So when your arms are stretched and you're feeling good and all expansive, that energy that you're feeling right there, you will feel that for things, situations, people that feel good and are in alignment with you. When you feel that scrunched up feeling, and practice this so that you instantly recognize the feelings when you have them. You instantly recognize those energies. If it makes you feel like scrunching up and disengaging, there's something there that's not good for you. Pay attention to that. It's okay, right? When we know what our energy is feeling like and what signals our soul is giving us, we can navigate our world a little easier. Make sense? We're here to experience and we're here to learn, and it's not always pretty. So any tools we have to navigate it is so helpful. I'm proof. Things have been challenging lately, and I've still kept my sense of humor. <laughs> I might swear Sebastian words a little more often, but you know what? It's still okay. I mean, my horse was incredibly hurt, and I went and did this wedding, and nobody there knew how upset I was because the energy there didn't support that, right? It was about them. And we got this. We can do this. Pay attention to what you're feeling, the energies you're experiencing. That will help you navigate, number one, your own guidance systems. It will help you feel the signs, understand the signs, interpret the signs. We all want help, right? We all want to live this spiritual life where we are in tune because then it makes navigating the challenges so much easier. We know how to navigate when it's all going good. (laughs) Some of us, it might be unfamiliar, though. So we have to practice recognizing when it is good and not looking for the stuff that's not so much, right? We can get in that pattern of the negative. Shake yourself out of it. Find things that make you smile and lift you up, mind, body, and soul. Now, with that in mind, we are going to do a guided meditation today. We are going to connect with your wise one, the something within that knows. Sound good? This one's a little bit long, so we're going to start it right away. When you have that energy of connecting to something within that knows, you can ask for your answers and you will get them. You'll have more clarity and you'll have more understanding of yourself. 
So let's do this thing. Nice breath in. You're just going to become aware of your breathing for a few moments. And as you begin to settle more comfortably into the solid support beneath you, take three big, deep breaths. And on one of those breaths, you'll know when your eyes will close. Three big, deep breaths. And as your normal, natural rhythm of breathing continues, remain focused on the sound of my voice. As all other sounds begin to drift into the background, because they're unimportant for you to pay attention to, they can only take you deeper. And even though you may drift away from the sound of my voice, you'll sense when to come back to it in an easy and effortless way. At this point, as your concentration draws to your feet, you begin to visualize and imagine you're walking in a place that's very beautiful and serene. And with every breath you take, you give yourself permission to send discomforting through your legs, from the toes into your heels, your ankles, knees, and your thighs. And you become aware of a comfortable sensation in your legs as you walk through the beauty of this place. With every breath, you begin to sense the air around you, a gentle something that sends a warm and nurturing sensation all around your body, from your thighs, hips, your stomach area, and through the solar plexus. You begin to become more comfortable as a deep inner calm begins to form. As all of your senses begin to heighten because you become more and more aware, of all that is around you in this beautiful, serene place. 
continue to feel even more calm as this comfortable sensation moves through your chest as you breathe easily and effortlessly, making your way through this place that is very peaceful and secure for you. As you notice the sounds around you, as you listen, the beauty of where you are speaks to you in a special way. Your head, neck, and shoulders begin to release into comfort. And in a moment or two, you begin to imagine choosing a particular spot in this beautiful place of yours to recline and rejuvenate into an even deeper comfort. And with every breath you take, your comfort now seems to double, having made that decision. The warmth and gentle something of the air seems to wrap itself around you even more as though there is a wholehearted agreement about the spot in your place that you are reaching out to with your arms, hands, and fingers as they touch what is there, comfortable and easy. And you become aware of the textures as you imagine settling into the comfort that awaits you. And just allow for this time connect to the beauty and the peacefulness that is here for you. All you have to do is breathe. Just breathe.
simply and with ease and comfortably allowing. Because you are more relaxed, the door of your imagination is wide open now, and any or all of your senses are heightened. The images of a place of your own come all around you, the beauty and the serenity taking some moments to feel this. Enjoy it. When ready, let's call for the something within that knows to appear. Could be an image, could be a feeling. The something within that knows will give you guidance to you for whatever your heart wants to know. A trustworthy something that's here for you in a loving way, freely. Bring this wise one to life. Let the energy of this wise one simply arise naturally. And as you visualize and imagine that it is lovingly here with you in your own place. Notice how your wise one appears to you. Do you notice about the energy of your wise one? How do you feel being with your wise one? To enter into a conversation with your wise one, chat with how you feel by being there in this energy 
right now. Notice what you're noticing. Feel what you're feeling. How does your wise one reply? Find out if your wise one would be available to you for solving any concerns. When it feels right, begin to visualize and imagine that you could walk with your wise one while you talk things over. 
What do you notice about that? How does it feel? As you continue connecting, tell your wise one about the latest thing your mind keeps focusing on and ask for help about it. Anything else you'd like to ask your wise one? and you feel satisfied about these things for now. Ask your wise one for the one most important something it wants you to know for today. What does your wise one tell you?
And as we begin to complete for today, ask your wise one, will it always respond to your requests? A true wise one can only answer one way. How does it feel to know you can expect to receive ever-ready help any time? Allow your wise one to become even more vibrant for you in your mind, an image or feeling you can trust in all ways. You and your wise one might agree to meet again at another time for further connection and discussion. How does that feel? And for now, anything else before we close our journey for today? When ready now, feeling the love your wise one has to offer you. Bring back from this journey the good, the positive, and the true to your conscious, outer awake life. And now, at zero, to reinforce what you have found here today. And now at one, with a big, deep, cleansing breath in, As we begin to come up and out, two, realizing your body, where you have placed yourself, the room you're in, becoming more aware. Three, a wonderful sense of well-being. Four, more alert and wide awake. And now five, eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud. Nice breath in. How much fun was that connecting to your wise one? This is truly one of my favorite things to do with clients. I love hearing the stories, the, the interactions, how their wise one represents themselves to them. It is so cool. So cool. That one and connecting to your witch in the woods are my favorite. Favorite, favorite, favorite hypnotherapies. Okay, so as always, um, you can redo this one, the last about 30 minutes of the show. And I always forget to tell everybody, you can find me on iTunes as a free download or on Stitcher. So you could put this on your iPod or your phone and listen to it whenever you want and revisit all the meditations that I do. I love guided meditations. It creates profound energy healing with your subconscious, your conscious. It's amazing. Helps me to be a peaceful flower. <laughs> Potty mouthed peaceful flower sometimes, but hey, I'm a cowgirl. That's how I roll. 
All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening, sending you all a hug, and I look forward to next week. Let's hope my life stays calm, cool, and collected. (laughs) And I'm back next week. You just never know. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.